Good evening, and welcome back to Lights, Camera, Roll. I'm your host and Dungeon Master Tristan Powell, and in this short episode, I'll be recapping the events in Part 1 of The Infection of Calcia. This is a great place to start if you're new to our podcast, or if you're a long-time listener and just want a refresher on the main events that took place from the previous episodes. Let's begin with the history of Calcia, and why nine-tenths of its landmass is now uninhabitable. Calcia is the name of the largest landmass that lies in the Sea of the Balmen. 3,000 years ago, travelers of every race came to Calcia from faraway islands and started to settle its lands. The land became divided by three major races, with the dwarves in the west naming it Shuk, the elves in the east naming their land Corleone, and humans in the north, most mountainous region, naming it Daxus. After 700 years of settlement, a war broke out between the humans and elves, and came to be known as the Great Magic War. This war of great magic lasted 300 years, and came to an end after a peace treaty was crafted between the elves and the humans. 1,000 years of peace followed, and all was well in the land, until one night that came to be known as the Red Run. All the dragons in the land of Daxus simultaneously lost their minds and began killing all humans whom they had once called their friends. In a single night, almost the entire population of humans in Calcia were wiped out. Soon after that horrible night that came to be known as the Red Run, the edges of the lands of Shulk and Coleon showed signs of an infection taking hold in the land. The infection turned the soil black and made the land uninhabitable. The area infected by this mysterious disease began to grow and take over the lands of Shulk and Coleon. The infection pushed inwards over the course of a thousand years and finally stopped progressing after leaving only a small portion of Shulk and Coleon unaffected and a small circle centered on the great city of the two Siltas. This is how we find the land of Calcia today, a small area of land with everyone struggling to live with the limited resources and a large population squeezed into a very small spaces. Humans have been hunted and enslaved as they are blamed for the infection since everything seemed to start in their nation that one bloody night. No one seems to know exactly why the infection came, but nothing is being done about it as the leaders of the Dwarven and Elven kingdoms lock themselves away and remain mute on the matter entirely. That's enough backstory for now. Let's introduce you to the wonderful players and their characters in our story. Bryn is a half-elf storm sorcerer that grew up as an orphan in the Dwarven village of Zati. He spent his life wandering the lands of Calcia and hopes to one day find out who his parents really were and where his powers came from. Falks is a human shepherd druid that grew up in a small hidden clan of humans hiding in the mountains somewhere in Daxus. She left her home and came to the unaffected area to try and find a way to help stop her clan from fading away. Gideon is a human jester rogue that grew up in the two Siltas as a slave to one of the noble elf families. She escaped her captors, but left behind her family. Gideon now wants to gain enough power to go back to the two Siltas, rescue her family, and take out the noble family that tortured her for years. Paleus is a Wood Elf Four Elements monk that grew up in a small monastery that got taken over by the infection and was forced to move inward. Paleus works to support his sister Nivara, that has a magical disease that killed the rest of their family but has yet to take Nivara's life. Paleus hopes to find a cure to her disease along with the cure to the infection as a whole. Now that you've got a pretty good idea of who our players are, let's go over the main beats of what's happened in the story so far. The adventure began when everyone met in a tavern in the small village of Metsita, in the nation of Corleone. 
The players were brought together when Vika catchers showed up and tried to take Falks away. But the players quickly defeated them and befriended a fellow human in the tavern named Vecna, who took them back to his house for the night. The players learned in the following days that Vecna is part of a secret order called the Purple Lotus and is actively trying to reverse the effects of the infection. Vecna informed the group after they had gone and saved Vecna's assistant add-on from a large group of Vika catchers camping in the surrounding woods that he had gathered knowledge of how the infection started and maybe how they could get rid of the infection once and for all. The infection had begun when a secret cult named the Cult of Zurin had continued the work of an evil elf mage named Zurintel. After she was killed in the Great Magic War, they seek revenge on the humans for leading to the death of their master and created a device to wipe them all out, causing the Red Run and for some reason the following infection of the land. But that was 1000 years ago and little is known about the cult's current activities. But Vecna did know of a few of their hideouts locations. The players decided to travel to one of the hideouts located next to the Dwarven city of Tartuk in the Dwarven Kingdom of Shuk, that has supposedly held the research into the master device that the cult had used to cause the infection. The players set off for Tartuk, hoping to go through the town of Vinio, and cross the bridge there to make it over the Boring River that divides Corleone and Shuk. Once they arrived in Vinio, everything started to go awry as they saved a human named Graf from being executed at a festival and learned that more humans were being held captive in Vinio somewhere in the sewer system, including Graf's wife and son. Peleus had a house in Vinio where his sister Nivara lived with him and the group found shelter there from the town guard that night. Gideon was arrested the following day while outside the house and had to use the crest of the noble elf family he once escaped from to fool the guard and let them leave. Gideon returned to the group unharmed, and from there the group decided to go into the sewers to find Graf's imprisoned family. Once in the sewers, the players had discovered that kobolds were holding the humans prisoner to power the sewer system and get paid by a group in Vinio for keeping the sewers running. This is where the story picks up right after our adventurers had defeated the cobalt conglomerate dragon-like machine and led some of the humans out of the sewer system onto a rocky cliff face overlooking the Boring River. Falx is now unconscious but stable on the ground with Gideon watching over her until she wakes up. Bryn and Peleus have left the sewer system to escort the group now freed humans along the cliff face to somewhere outside the city of Vinio. Bryn and Peleus did leave before the fight with the kobolds was over though, and have no idea how the fight ended, hoping only that their friends Gideon and Falks had survived and not perished in the fight. What are our adventurers going to do now with this group of humans once they reach safety, and where will they go with them? How are they going to get across the Boren River now that they are outside of the city of Vinio? And what lies ahead in the Kingdom of Shulk for them? Find out what happens and more in part two of the infection of Calcia. Thanks for listening.